It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 82, Reaching. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend and you're ready for the wonderful work week that's upon us, good people. Okay. Uh, we have a lot to discuss today. Okay. A lot of stuff has went down. All right. Um, so we're going to get into the shits. Okay. So let's start with our famous Damn America. So Damn America. The saggy pants law is used to punish black people. This happened in Louisiana. So Louisiana police, they admit that the saggy pants law is almost exclusively to punish black people. So since 2007, um, in, in, in like, uh, I think it's like Sherve Point, Louisiana, they have arrested black residents for having their pants sagging. So... Apparently, 726 people have been arrested for breaking the law. And out of all of those that were arrested, 712 of them were black. So they reported, I guess, sometime last week, um, the Chevron Port Times, that 699 arrests were of black men and 13 were of black women. So... Um, a lot of people have came forth about the law in Louisiana. A lot of people um, feel that, you know... We don't have these different laws or discriminate against other races with certain things that they do, like, you know, as far as, like, any form of clothing or anything like that. Um, the way that I... Okay. I'm not for the saggy pants like I hate when I go out and I see guys and I see like their boxers or I can see the back of their ass or something like that you know I just think that it's like disgusting um should it be should have should they have taken it that far and made a law no um but as black men and black women there should be a point in our lives where we say to ourselves When I, I don't even, because this subject is just so, 
it's like it's like they're they're right in a sense as far as okay no I take that back they're not right because they're making it a law and they're making it to the point where they fill up the jail cells with black people okay we got that part down all right that checks out but the thing that I think I have an issue with is why are we even allowing them to one even have such a law like this and two why are we even allowing them to give them a reason to even want to lock us up for something is a fucking saggy pants um I don't care what you do I don't care where you are or where you live um for black people there's always going to be something that's going to irritate them or irritate the world whether it's your hair whether it's um you opening up a business whatever it is something is going to irritate them and make them uh feel like they make them feel like you know they need to basically i guess shut it down in a sense so one i feel like when we are out and about and you're just like casually just out with your friends the pants like there's so many places where you can go and purchase a belt just purchase you a belt there's no reason why your pants should be sagging all the way down underneath your ass where i can see your butt cheeks and i can see what color boxes you have on for the day like there's just no reason for any of that now this law came about i believe because the community has been like outraged because of all the police shooting that that has happened in that particular uh, city and i think the guy um that they shot he was he was running he was like pulling up his pants and This just, yeah, I, I just feel like there's other things in the world or other things that are probably within that whole state that they probably could have made a law on, but they decide to make it on something that they knew would get their jails filled up with black people and they knew that it was something that they could arrest black people on because besides shooting us i guess they felt like they didn't really have anything else to hold us accountable for or hold against us um i think the law is dumb i think it's just another way of putting us in a box and stereotyping us as black people and I feel that we should not allow or give them any reasons to stereotype us. I feel that we should try to really get to a point in our lives where we just say, look, I'm tired of being labeled this way. I'm tired of being treated this way. Like, you know, what is it that I can do so that these certain things don't happen or don't occur or, or don't come up or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, this subject is just so, it's conflicting because, well, I wouldn't really say it's conflicting. 
I guess it makes more so it's just like it's just more so of them like kind of just telling us I, it's not even them, them telling us anything it's just it's just them really just putting us in that box really just putting us in that box and just having any thing that they could think of that will be able to bring us down and and bring our black men down so and the thing that's so funny is that it's not even just black men that have saggy pants white men have it um spanish have it top like a lot of guys just don't wear belts with their pants and that may be the reason why now i can't even say the reason that that they you know probably made <laughs> skinny jeans because some skinny jeans they don't even wear no belts so i don't know what that's about like i never understood that i never understood what was the point of not wearing a belt with your jeans now for women to me as a woman Certain things, yes, maybe require a belt. But I never was, like, a belt person. Like, I was a belt person when it was, like, back in the day. But I've never, like, wore a belt now with any of my clothes. But for men, I feel like you have to have this level of just, like, cleanness. Like, you just have to look, like, you know, sexy, presentable. Like, you know, everything about you just has to look clean. And when you walking around with those pants sagging, like it just gives you a label that, you know, you just don't have no umph about you. You just don't have no, those qualities. You know, a lot of people just snub you. They just look at you like to be like a gangster, like a thug. And I think that's the reason too, why they put that law in place because they probably assume and think that every black person that they've arrested or every black person that they stopped that had their pants sagging was either a thug or a gangster and that probably wasn't even the case they probably just don't like wearing a belt they probably just figured that that was a style i remember back in the day I don't know what group it was. I don't think it was crisscross, but some group used to wear their hair, their pants hanging low a little bit, but they still had a belt on. So I don't remember what group it was, but maybe people are still like living in the 90s. I don't know. But for this state to make this a whole law and then for the police to basically admit that this is the reason why they made this law is to arrest black people, that's just let you, that just lets you know that the state is racist of course and that just lets you know too that they don't have nothing else better to do this is the type of fucking laws that they're making up where they can be doing a whole bunch of other shit that's probably you know things that are going down in louisiana that they can make laws out of but instead they're making a fucking saggy pants law like i just don't understand that i don't know how they even got that even passed or they even came up with it but of course there was a reason behind it um i mean and this has been going on since 2007 and it's 2019 so i can just imagine how many people have been you know harassed and arrested for something like this um they're thinking to remove the law on may 28th 
and the city council will decide, I guess, in the next uh, two weeks whether it will uh, whether they will move, you know, move forward because basically they are profiling people based on how they dress and they are profiling people based on how they look as well, which we know. So. I never thought in a million years that people can really stop somebody because of the way that they're dressed. I mean, that right there is just beyond to me. There's so many other things and so many other crimes that's probably happening in Louisiana. But instead, you're just like, oh, patrolling. Oh, my God. I, his pants are sagging. Let's get him. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, the reason why it took me so long to, like, come out with an a thought on this because it's just mind-boggling to me that this is what we have to deal with in 2019. We have to deal with bullshit as dumbass laws as far as like sagging pants. Like I the sagging pants law. Like who would have fucking thought? You know, it's already bad enough that they already come for us with our hair. And there, you know, there's certain things that we can't do and certain things that they won't allow in the workplace or the school district. And now you bring this law stereotyping, you know, thinking that all black people who have saggy pants are probably into something or drug dealers or this, that, and the third. I'm, I'm guarantee you that's probably what they were thinking if they just didn't say it. So hopefully they can get the law passed. Um, you know, get the law, you know, dropped pretty much, not passed, but get the law dropped. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that, like remove the law. Um, so hopefully, you know, I think they have like the black church that was coming behind the community. So hopefully, you know, we can see a different outcome with that because quite frankly, I think it's ridiculous. Um, so And and it's like you also you're giving the police the ability to look at you and just determine like okay you know what you're trouble you know what you're that broken tail light that I wanted to pull over but I couldn't pull them over because tail light really wasn't broken but you know this is what I'm going to do anyway to get you locked up like you know it's like they it's like they feed off it's like their energy like it gives them a boost of energy to just arrest black people like it just gives them a boost within their day so hopefully they can get the law removed I pray that they do um, because, and then to my young black men, you don't have to be stylish or fashionable and have your jeans hanging above your ass. Like, let's give them something that they don't have to ridicule us on. Like, let's change the narrative. Like, if you change the narrative, that fucks them up. So you changing the narrative and you coming out with belts on and, you know, you don't have to see the back of your ass and have to see that you wore blue boxes today or have to see that you got, like, if you just change the narrative, then we, they wouldn't be able to come up with their own narratives if the narratives is switched. So we'll see how that goes in Louisiana, but you, you know, you never know. So damn America, um, when they see us, the mini series, so Last weekend, I sat at home and I was really debating whether I was going to watch it. I was like, you know, all my friends were texting me like, yo, it's so sad. And, you know, I go on Twitter. It's, you know, trending, hashtag, everything. So I was like, okay, you know what, Shay? Break down and watch it. So 
I break down and I watch it. And the first episode, the kids are in the park. You know, they're nowhere near where the incident happened. Then it's like when they arrest them, they, you know, beat them. And then when they, like, towards the ending is when my emotions really got came together. Because in the end, when they, that scene, when they were, like, all in a room together and they were just like, oh, man, you know, I didn't mean to snitch on you. Like, oh, no, I don't even, you know, they didn't even know each other. But the police had them thinking that they were snitching on each other and they didn't even know each other. And my emotions came out and I cried. So that was my first tear. Then the second episode comes. And the second episode, you know, they're getting ready to be on trial. The mothers are getting the lawyers and stuff together. Things are happening. Their stories are being told. And it just hurt me so much to see that these young black boys, you know, they didn't really have, they had people to fight for them, but they didn't really have people to fight for them because, you know, they were just being boys. They were in Central Park having a good time, you know. You know, they didn't really know that they didn't have to not talk to the police because, you know, they were trained and, you know, told, you know, whatever the police, if they stop you, if they do this, you will abide by their rules, which any parent or anybody would teach their kids when it comes to the police. And then, you know, they get these charges against them on something that they did not do. And the thing that stood out to me, and I think I would never like forget this part, was when they were when the Linda lady had all the police rally up everybody like oh we're looking for this type of person and you know this they need to be this age or whatever the case may be so you know it was a scene where they were picking up the kids and they ran across the street and Corey and his friend I forgot um his friend named the Muslim one um but he was like, oh, yeah, he fits the description. They didn't even have a description. That's the crazy thing. They didn't have a description because they didn't even talk to the lady that got raped. So they didn't have a description. They just went off the description that this, that the person was black. And then when Corey saw that his friend was getting taken down to the police station, he was like, oh, well, I'm going to go with him and support him. And the officer was like, oh, but he doesn't fit the description. And I guess he didn't fit the description because he was lighter. So they were looking for like all darker boys. And that just sat with me because it was just like, one, you didn't have no type of d description of what the uh, person looked like. You just automatically assume just because there were some black kids in Central Park being kids that the person that abused and raped that lady was black. So you just went off of that. So... By the time I got to episode four, I think I was on like my fifth piece of tissue because that's when it got real, real for me. That's when it was just like an eye opener to how many of our black men are incarcerated and locked up for things that they never did and then when they get into the system and they get into the jail how they are you know raped and beat up and you know 
guards are treating them like shit. It just really opened my eyes. And, you know, the guy, Corey Wise, his story really hit home, I think, for a lot of people because he got charged as an adult and then got sent to Rikers and got sent to all these different places. And he got beat up, almost died, stabbed. You know, it was just so hard felt because I just felt I just felt helpless that one I'm just thinking to myself like damn why why nobody couldn't be there to help him like where's this where's this person like how's this happening like you know you just think and he really was an angel he was an angel he he really really was the glue to everything um you know he was the reason why the charges got dropped with them so it was just a lot of emotions when you watch it um Ava did a beautiful job it was directed very beautiful um the emotions was there it was raw it was pure it was like you know it really opened your eyes to a lot because if you didn't think that the judicial system was fucked up now it makes you wonder now, like, you know, we have people, yes, coming at Kim Kardashian because, you know, she didn't back up or say that, you know, she has these black lawyers helping her. But at the end of the day, like I keep telling people, I don't give a fuck who's helping her. I just appreciate her helping because there's so many black men that are probably in there for a minor convention, a minor um um minor charges um they're in there for things that they've never done some of them have been in there since they've been 18 17 you know their lives are taken away from them and it just it just hurts because people see black and they just see fear and instead of us, instead of them looking at us as humans, instead of looking at our men as smart, intelligent men, they just look at us and they just see fear. And it just makes me wonder too, because like, I don't know if this makes any sense, but like, you know, when you were younger and you had a box of crayons, no one really used the color black to color with. Everyone used other colors. They used the reds. They used the blues. They used the yellows. They used the pinks. No one really picked up the color black to use, to color with. And I always, like, I thought about that sometimes. I'm like, why nobody never used black to color with? Like, why nobody don't never just color the rainbow or put you know even though the rainbow never had the color black like why nobody just didn't put the color black in it when they're coloring with their little kid like we have a coloring book like why don't nobody use the color black like black is like the last color the last resort of what you'll choose and pick from and I never thought of it like that but now that like I've seen this and this documentary this series documentary and I just you know just think about things that are happening 
to black people, I just like start to analyze things and just put things together and put things in perspective. And like, it may sound crazy, but like, that's just what I came up with. Like I, people are very fearful of the color black and I don't know what it is. I don't know what, what scares them. But people are. And you even have some people, their own races are fearful of the color black. And it's not because they don't love themselves or they hate themselves. It's just that they just don't like the outcome of being black. And with this doc, with this series, she opened up a lot. She opened up a lot of conversations. She opened up a lot of dialogue she opened up a lot of things that people don't want to talk about and if anything I feel like she really opened up a lot when it comes to now choosing who you want to be your next representative of your state or president because these are certain things that you want to look in a president you know, President Trump, when this was going on, Central Park Five, he wanted to give them the death penalty. You know, he was behind doing advertisements and things like that. And now he's the president of the United States. You know, these are certain things that we should take a look at. And these are certain things that we should, you know, read about read on or educate ourselves on when it comes time to picking people to represent us. And... That series just, it really made me more upset. You know, I had to watch it on the weekend because if I watched it like on a Sunday and I went to work on Monday, I would have been like, bitches. (laughs) But it just made me appreciate my black men more than what I appreciate them for today. And it just made me love them in a different way. It just made me... It just made me full, and I, I I thought it was a brilliant thing that she brought this to the forefront because I've heard about the Central Park Five, but I didn't know the exact story of how the Central Park Five happened, detail to detail, and I appreciate her. I really do. It was beautiful. It was heartbreaking, but it was also amazing at the same time, and I just want to tell people that when you have these colors in your collection whether you're using color pencils or crayons don't be afraid to use the color black black is rich black is beautiful you can color in that coloring book color black all day don't use the colors that we are told to use that makes any sense to anybody but so damn america saggy pants law hopefully they can you know remove that law in louisiana but hopefully also to my black people please wear a belt don't let them stereotype us change the narrative okay because they already have a narrative that we're walking around here and we're gang bangers and thugs because we have our pants sagging like let's just change the narrative up and then also when they see us it was beautiful i loved it um a lot of people did a boycott and for the lady Linda, um, who was the um, 
DA on the case and she lost her book deal. You know, her publisher dropped her. Like a, a lot of things came about from this very positive for those uh, men. And I appreciate Ava giving us this story and, you know, opening our eyes, you know, to a lot of things in traditional system that probably none of us, some of us knew of, but none of us knew about it. So thank you for that. So let's get into our rising star. So a rising star, we have Danielle Guzio. Um, I'm going to spell her last name just to make sure I didn't pronounce it incorrectly, but her last name is spelled G-U-I-Z-I-O. Um, but she is a New, New Jersey native. She started her streetwear fashion brand in 2014 with $400 in her savings and a line of graphic tees that sold out immediately. She since expanded her offerings to include an upcycled vintage jeans, $90 red patent leather shorts, and $82 pink glitter bikinis. A favorite of um, hers that has worn her line is Bella Hadid. Kendall Jenner and Hailey Baldwin. She sells directly from her site internationally at boutiques in Hong Kong, Japan, and Milan. She expects in 2018 revenue of 2.5 million and her brand is profitable. So shout out to Danielle. Um, she is the fashion designer and she's from New Jersey. Okay. So let's get into twerk something segment. Okay. If you went out this weekend, I know on Friday the game was popping. I know Drake had people up in, you know, Warrior fans up in their feelings. Everybody was twerking, having a good time, you know, getting it in with the shit. So let's get into the shit. So, the Beehive. <laughs> they go off on the, Warriors, the Golden State Warriors owner's wife. Okay, so... I was knocked out, okay? My phone tells me to go to bed at 9.15, y'all. Bitches, oh, I go to bed at 9.15. At least I try to if I can get a good eight hours. So, you know, I wake up next morning. I'm on my phone. I see the timeline. I see everybody's posting Beyonce. I'm like, what the fuck she done done now? What did she bring out something? And apparently there's this video of her at the game with Jay. And this lady is sitting next to her with these banging ass gold boots on. I don't give a fuck when nobody say the boots are bad. And she's just sitting there. And, you know, when you look at the video, J and B is like waving at somebody. And then, you know, the lady reaches over and says something to J. And then, you know, Beyonce gives her the shoulder. Like, bitch, get off me. So that's trending. It's trending. So then I see another post where this guy is like, oh, when you're sitting in the front row with all the privileged or something like that. So, you know, because the news came out that Jay-Z is a billionaire now and their money combined, they're like making hella cash. So I'm like, what the fuck does he mean by that? Like, like what does he mean? Like, okay. And then a girl I went to high school with, she posted it and I'm just like, you know, what is funny about this? Why is this trending? Let me look at the video some more. Let me read an article on it. So, because I've, I felt like people were reaching, like they were doing too much, just reaching for attention on this. So I read the article and the article basically was saying that the owner, which is the Golden State's, uh, she's, the, um, she's the wife of the owner, and she invited Jay-Z and Beyonce and them to the game. And she was asking Jay 
you know, asking them what they want to drink. Mind you, she didn't come out and let us know any of this until the beehive stung her to the 10th power and the lady had to shut down her account. So when I'm reading the article, I'm like, okay, this is who this lady is. All right, I'm looking at different pictures of her inviting other people. Okay, all right, get it, boom. So then the lady comes out and she's like, listen, I never dealt with this cyberbullying before. This is crazy if people really have to deal with this. You know, I was simply telling Jay a story about Beyonce and one of her fans, how, you know, I gave her a, them a rose, whatever the case may be. And I was asking them what they wanted to drink. B said she wanted water. Jay said he wanted vodka soda. And then I leaned over because it's loud in the arena. And I'm like, do you want a lime? And you can see in the video, because I looked back at the video again, you can see she is saying lime. So that's what the whole conversation was. It wasn't no Becky trying to get with Jay, no nothing. But... We do have to question the shrug of the shoulder, though, because the shrug of the shoulder was like a black girl's shoulder, like, bitch, get out of my space. Like, why are you over here? Get the fuck out of here. Now, I have come to observance, and I may be wrong, that Beyonce be high shit at these basketball games, and there's nothing y'all can tell me. It's nothing nobody can, you know, diagnose or nothing. She be high. She don't want to go to these games, okay? She already told y'all people in the documentary that she loves being a mother, Okay, she must be at home with them twins, okay? So, the lady probably was, her high probably was getting blown. So, you know, B is like, all right, bitch, you got her, you got his um drink order, like, you know, beat it. Like, damn, get off my shoulder, like, back up. But, you know, people really reach on the internet. I didn't think people reach on the internet until that day. And I mean, they was reaching to the point where the poor lady had to close her shit down. Okay. And I thought that's just ridiculous. And then furthermore, back in the day when Jay was talking, when B was talking to, um, oh God, he's an an actor, you know, Jay was sitting there, you know, so it's just be certain things. And then on top of that, we don't know what's going on in the behalf household okay we don't know what's going on up in there we don't know if they had an argument before they got to the game we don't know any of that shit and then when they go to the basketball games they don't even be about each other okay it's like if they be about each other it's because the camera is on them and they're being forced to be about each other that's because jay beyonce doesn't want to be at these fucking games and she doesn't want him to go to these fucking games by his fucking self okay so i'm gonna need the internet to just calm it, just bring it down some notches. Like, bring it down, okay? Bring it down some notches. Then on top of that, B, how you don't know what your man drink? Okay, I looked over the bitch and I'm like, okay, I want a water, and my man is getting vodka soda with lime. Okay, y'all been married for how long? You should know what your man drink. You should know his number one go-to drink. Even if he switches it up, bitch, you should know the go-to drink, okay? You should already know it. But, you know, the Beehive is some die-hard fans, okay? Some die-hard fans. And they won't let shit get past them. They won't let shit get, like, nothing can fly over their faces. Like, they are always on it. On it. On it. So, you know, I just thought that was just a little bit too much. 
I didn't think it was necessary for all, like it was even reported on fucking ESPN for goodness sake like it just went to the next level but you know it's Beyonce okay um also to the next level so it's a rumor that Kylie and Jordan have been secretly working on their friendship now we all know that the Kardashians do things for publicity stunts. They do things for people can still look at their show and get a ratings. We know all of this. Um, where are they secretly working on their friendship? I can't say they're secretly working on their friendship. What I can say is that they were spotted at the same club together. And also Tristan had his motherfucking ass there too. Now, did we think Kylie and Jordan were not going to be friends again? No way. We knew this was going to occur. We knew that when it came time for the episode to play of Chloe finding out about Jordan, that this was going to happen because all the heat and everything has died down. Now, do y'all want them to be friends again? Yes, y'all bitches do. Okay. Y'all like them. Kylie doesn't have a care in the world. She doesn't give a fuck about this fame shit. You know, this fame shit came to her. She was an ugly duckling. Now she got herself together. She don't give two shits about any of this shit. She can care less. So, the thing about it is, if they become back friends again, Chloe, yes, is going to be upset. We know. She's going to be fucking livid. And Kylie is going to be on some shit like, you know, betray, you know, she betrayed her sister. But at the end of the day, what I have a problem with is that, like I said before, that Tristan Thompson would even use this girl to get out of something that he didn't want to be in in the beginning. And that destroyed a 10 plus friendship. That's crazy. If they're secretly working on their friendship, I say let them do it. I don't give a fuck. Why should we give a fuck? This is the thing that people don't understand about these Kardashians. And this is why I feel that people need to stop voicing and having so much comments on them. Y'all make them relevant. You know how you make them relevant? Because you care and you talk about every fucking thing that they do. And you comment on everything that they do. So they wouldn't be in the limelight if y'all didn't comment and care about everything that they do. Oh, Kylie put a video up about her washing her face. She niggas had a comment on that. Like either you block them, either you don't support them, or either you do. Like it's just like y'all just keep making these bitches relevant. But in the next breath, you can't stand them. Like I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why do we care if they're secretly rekindling their friendship? We don't give a fuck. We knew how this was going to play out. If you didn't know how this was going to play out, you just ain't, you just, something ain't right. But we knew how this shit was going to play out. So, why should we give a fuck? Why? It, it, it was going to come, it was going to happen regardless. Whether we wanted to or not, it was going to happen. Just is what it's going to do. And, you know... In the midst of everybody wanting to have a tantrum tantrum, no one can have a bigger tantrum tantrum than fucking DJ Khaled because he's upset because his album is not number one and the Boy Tyler Creator album is number one. Now, DJ Khaled, the album has like four or five songs on there that we can really bop to. And that's the song with Nipsey, Chris Brown, probably Meek, and Big Sean. I don't think nobody else listens to no other song there on the album. Okay. Why did you think your album was going to be number one? I do not know. 
why did you feel the need that you wanted to throw this big ass tent of tantrum? It's ridiculous, okay? Leave that to a shot. Um, I never even known for DJ Khaled albums to even hit number one. I don't even know which one ever hit number one. And then, DJ Khaled, are you a DJ? Like, I guess he's a producer. I'm trying to figure out what his role is. Like, does he rap? Does he not rap? Is he just a producer? Is he just a DJ? Like, what the fuck exactly is DJ Khaled? Um, why did you... I guess he just assumed because he had all these artists on there that were, like, so popular that his shit was going to be number one. No, bro. We can't even bump your shit. Like, I tried to bump your shit in the car to see if I get a different effect from it, and I don't. It's the same effect. Nothing has changed with it. The mood hasn't changed. Everything is just still the same. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what you expect to get from there. I don't know what, like... I don't get what was the whole point of, like, having a big ordeal. Like, you're not number one. He, he, then he feels like his album got pushed out. Like, it was too fast. Like, no, bro. It's just not the album. Like, this is it's just not what people want to listen to. I hate when people, you know, when they don't make good shit, they want to blame it on what should have did or what could have done. And you should have just did it. Like, she just did it. Wouldn't been no problem if you would have just did it. So, who knows? Um, so, <laughs> I was at my desk at work. And I'm just surfing on the net, as always, on my Instagram. And I come across this piece. And it says, you know, T.I.'s sister, she medical examiner, found cocaine in her system. That's what caused her to have the crash, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like, okay, hold up. Is this really tea? But like, why is this even tea? And who asked for it? Like, we were just all content with that she died from an asthma attack. So, you know, TMZ, we all know TMZ is very ruthless. We all know that TMZ don't give a fuck. We all know that TMZ is like the epitome of the pits. So, I see the headline. I'm just like reading. I'm just like, okay, all right, whatever. Of course, T.I. gets on the Instagram live and he's going off. He wants people to boycott uh, TMZ, this, that, and the third. My thing is, where was all this energy when Kanye was on there? Nobody thought that nothing that Kanye, everyone thought, oh, Kanye is saying all these crazy things. Nobody thought that TMZ had anything to do with it or behind any of the storyline or the way he acted in the um in the studio. Nobody, nobody thought that they cut certain things off, but when something now has came out about T.I.'s precious sister, now he wants us to boycott TMZ. <sighs> okay, so TMZ should have been boycotted a long time ago. TMZ is the one that reported and said that Lamar Odom was dead. TMZ is the one that reported about Whitney Houston and false things. TMZ has always been TMZ. And now 
good old T.I. He's on his boycott rant. He wants us to boycott TMZ because TMZ has put something out there so precious about his family that he probably didn't want anybody to know about. This is my thing. TMZ feeds and goes off of money. So if you're not paying the good right of money, these stories are going to drop. TMZ is just like any other blog sites. They're going to get the dirt. Yes, T.I., they probably could have called you. They probably should have not reported it because your sister is not a star. But your sister is on the famous show, T.I. and Tiny. So... I guess they figured that people wanted to know this drama. But honestly, to be honestly perfectly fair, the news has been slow. Okay, it's been slow. Ain't been that much juicy shit to talk about. So they needed something and they ran with that and it was to be talked about. Okay, so that's what they did. They needed something to run with to make the day go. And the day went. So... They retract their statement, of course, and they came out with all her accomplishments and all her things that she did and all of that. But, you know, a bitch like me. Now I'm trying to figure out who else was in the house doing the cocaine, okay? Do I believe that she was doing cocaine? I do not know. A lot of people have a lot of skeletons in their closets. And they do eventually seem to creep out. Now... I don't know what the lady was up in there doing. I don't know how the lady died. I don't want to believe anything that TMZ reports at all. But what I will say is this. People just do anything to be and stay relevant again. So TMZ needed something to stay relevant. They needed something to spice up the day. And they got a rise out of T.I. They spiced up the day and then they retract their statement. And now T.I. wants you to boycott them. Hey, all I'm trying to figure out is (laughs) who else was in the house doing the coke to? That's all I want to know. Who else was up in the house doing the coke to? And something ain't right i don't know who told them to put the story out there i don't know who you know thought it was okay but somebody gave them the okay to put that story out there okay somebody somebody and that's all i have to say somebody gave them the okay to drop that story so you know but the skeletons do come out the closet so hey um I've been into this thing where I'm reading, start, you know, I read a book every month, a new book, and I started off with the Lamar Odom book, and that book is good as shit. Um, It's a lot of juicy shit in there. Um, He does clean up a lot of things because a lot of people were coming at Chloe um, about, you know, her breaking up her happy home he was in and, you know, things like that. And, you know, he took Chloe through the rocker. 
And Chloe was really by his side when he went through the whole brothel thing. Um, he also talks about him dating Taraji P. Henson. And him and Taraji was going strong. Um, but he was really a drug addict. Bad. Like, he was on those drugs. Bad. Okay. He even talked about him having sex with like 2,300 women unprotected, okay? And he would leave $2,000 on the dresser draw for them to collect after they had sex. And then once he got out the shower, they knew to be gone, okay? That's how juicy this story is. The guy that everybody saw on the show, Jamie, Jamie wasn't even really his best friend. That's something that the show just portrayed, that he was his best friend. His intermediate, like, clique... They didn't fuck with Jamie. They didn't want Lamar fucking with him. But the producers of Chloe and Lamar was like, look, we need somebody white to be on the show. So, you know, won't you get him? This, that, and the third. And, and Lamar went along with it. And he probably just went along with it because he was high at the time. There was not one time in the book where he was not high. Even when he got out the brothel, he still was getting high. And, you know... I'm rooting for him and Chloe to get back together because they're, you know, I love a good Cancer and Scorpio love, okay? Because Safari and Erica are holding strong. And, you know, he can raise true as his own, but niggas do it every day, okay, B? And he said that he truly lost his angel. And I hope he gets his angel back, all right? Maybe they can start dating again. Maybe they, maybe they can be good friends. But I'm rooting for Chloe and Lamar to get back together. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I don't care how nobody don't like it. I don't care. They're going to get back together. Because that's what astrology says. And that's what we know. Okay? And they understand each other. Just that it was a bad time in their life. And he didn't understand her. You know, there was just a lot of shit going down. But now the shit has fixed itself, it's fine. And I give them my blessing. And I know that they're going to get back together. Okay? And they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. And you know he can just play stepfather to nice true. Pretty old true. Okay? Okay. Um, also, Cassie may be pregnant. And I think that's beautiful because Diddy ain't shit. Okay, everybody talking about Diddy mourning Kim and he going through, Diddy ain't going through shit, okay? Diddy had Biddy lined up, okay, cheating on Cassidy all this time. Now Cassidy is ready to start a family with her beautiful bae, okay? And I hope that she is pregnant, all right? Because she ain't feel like being no stepmom to all them kids that Diddy already had. She wanted one of her own, all right? So now she's going to be pregnant. Then after she gets pregnant, have this baby the ring is gonna come and i wonder how diddy is feeling now guess what diddy don't give a fuck he diddy bopping all on instagram with all these little bitties and rumor has it that he's messing with Lori harvey too okay she's getting around now Lori them already messed with the son and then messing with the daddy okay riding her mother footsteps so we'll see how that play out i'm happy for cassie i'm glad that she's not okay i'm glad that you know she out here doing a damn thing and ain't got no problem. So, and you know, 50 Cent and Nikki from Black Ink Crew are dating. And, you know, a lot of people owe 50 money out here. I don't know how people keep owing him money, but people keep owing him money. But Nikki is fine. She's bad when she was on Black Ink Crew messing with four. She looked good. But, you know, four, his skeletons came out. He likes to mess with trans, you know, women, trans, and that's fine. To each his own. And, you know, Nikki 
is that bitch. And 50, I don't know how she's messing with 50. Maybe she's trying to come up. Maybe she's trying to, you know, get into the music industry. I don't know. Maybe she's just trying to get some coins. You know what? It don't matter. It's summer. And, you know, we always bring the hashtag back. Poppin' Pussy Summer 8, 2019. So that's probably what she's doing, okay? And she's having herself a good time. And guess what? Ain't nothing wrong with it, boo. Do you. But make sure that he's paying for everything, okay? Don't pull out your car for anything, bitch, because he does come at bitches who owe him. Next thing you know, we'll be saying that you owe him money. So make sure, <laughs> okay? If y'all do split the bills 50-50, all right, if you pay for anything, you better double check, make his ass put in a promissory note. All right, because we don't want you out here in the streets owing him, so make sure you don't have to owe him or pay him any money. Okay, no money, none at all, at all. And speaking of money, so you know, Fab and Emily, they're so called living in separate homes, but we already knew, we already knew they went together. After he then knocked her teeth out, she was dead for him at the trial or whatever the case may be we already can figure out that they were living separate it was not a big deal um do we care no fab and emily are just not going to be as much as emily probably wants it to be it's just not going to happen at this point they just need a co-parent just live lives have a good time i'm maybe emily can stop showing her damn camel toe and wear loose fitting clothes and she doesn't have to keep wearing everything so fucking tight and maybe when she gets in her loose fitting clothes she lets everything just flow through and just you know release some stress she'll be perfectly fine but for right now they're living separately good for them maybe they'll 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 be fine they're co-parenting they'll be great it's not a big fucking deal like it's not a big deal They'll be fine. Um, Apollo is a free man. So we already know the Real Housewives of ATL drama has begun. Okay. He just got out last week, uh, Friday, I believe it was. And uh, he has been released to a halfway house until October. Now, October, is, it, it, seems may, it may seem far, people. But it is right around the corner. Okay. It's coming. Now, uh, I've been told that Nene has been suspended a little bit for the start of the show, but all the other ladies have been filming. So we shall see how this plays out. I know they wanted Phaedra to come back on the show uh, and be a friend of the show. So I wonder if that occurred now since Apollo was out. Apollo may do some cameos on the show since he's good friends with Todd. So we shall see how this plays out. And guess what? I'm going to be front and center because I love the drama. And I think it's going to play out pretty good. It's going to be cute. It's going to be nice. And, you know, that Phaedra is something, honey. She's a piece of work. She really is. And I think the drama this season coming up is going to be pretty hot gonna be good i heard my girl kenya is back i believe so it's gonna be some good shit going down so we shall see what you know what happens but it's gonna be some shit going down it's gonna be some shit um since santana has a new single i didn't get a chance to listen to it um i know she did do some something she put on twitter talking about some uh something about not taking care of your kids don't make you something she's saying is her and joe back together no I don't know what's going on with that. Um, but I'm going to listen to the single. 
I, she she puts it on her Instagram of her riding her car singing it. So it may be a hit. It may not be a miss. But we shall see. She may give us a whole full album of her transitioning into a single mom. And her and Joe not getting back together. So we shall see what unfolds and what happens. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, to the Beehive. Please, Beehive. Beyonce's publicist has came out and told y'all to calm it down, okay? Even though it's summer and y'all like to come out and sting people, please don't sting too hard, okay? Don't reach too far to go sting somebody and you don't need to be stinging them, okay? Just bring it back on in, wasp. Bring it back on in, okay? Okay, bring it back on in, okay? So let's get into what you want to do. So what you want to do, Ja Rule, is have another fire festival. We don't need it. We don't want it. We ain't thought about it. Okay? He on the breakfast club talking about, you know, my thing with him, he didn't want to hold or take no responsibility for anything. Yes, we know it was those white boys that did everything, but what did you do? Okay? We don't want another festival. Okay? We don't want it at all. We don't need it. We ain't asked for it. They ain't thought about it. We don't need a fry festival 2019 or 2020. Don't need it. Don't want it. And what you want to do is do crazy things to get celebrities' attention. I just keep seeing crazy things on my timeline. Somebody does a billboard post. Somebody, you know, stops somebody and wants them to do this and do that. Stop doing so much to get these celebrities' attention. Stop. Because at the end of the day, you probably get their attention. Then they'll forget about you because there's thousands of you out there trying to get their attention just like you. So please. Stop doing it. Just stop doing crazy things to get their attention. So what you want to do, Jar Rules, do another Fry Festival. We don't need it. I think you should have learned from the first one. Don't need it. Just we're good with the Made in America's, the Roots Picnic, shit like that. We don't need that. And what you want to do is do crazy things to get celebrities' attention, people. All the trolling, all the billboards, all the crazy things that you do. Stop doing it, okay? If they see you, they see you, okay? They see you. Don't worry. They see you. When you're just doing regular shit, they see you, okay? Okay. So, good people, I hope everyone has a beautiful Monday, okay. I hope everyone has a beautiful work week, okay. Good people, okay. Um, this is episode 82 reaching. You can catch all other episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, also Spotify. Um, also, our Instagram is Shanghai underscore chronicles, and then my personal is Shanghai 87. Yet again, have a good work week, good people. Until next time. And I'm out. If you've owned your car for a while, or maybe you got a great deal on a used vehicle that feels new to you, AAA has a vehicle protection plan that fits your needs and your budget. Let's face it, unexpected and expensive repairs can pop up. That's why AAA vehicle protection plans provide comprehensive coverage for maintenance and repair to take some of the risk out of driving a classic. Find out more about our vehicle protection plans at AAA.com slash vehicle plan. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. 
Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.